As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Financial Choices Matter. Walter Storholt here alongside Charles Scott, fiduciary advisor at Peloton Capital Management, serving you throughout the Scottsdale area. You can find us online at pelotoncapital.com. Charles, you doing well this week? I am, Walter. Thank you very much. How are you? Very glad to hear that. I am well. Uh, Coming up on today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about 401ks and some of the important things you need to know if you ever want to roll over a 401k. And now if you have a 403b or some other account that's similar to a 401k, uh, this advice, this guidance, this conversation will still apply to you as well. So stay tuned. We've got some really good information on that coming up on today's podcast. But first, we often like to start off the show by answering one of your questions. So you know what time it is. It's time to open up the mailbag. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Bill has our question this week on the mailbag. Bill is writing in from Cave Creek. By the way, if you'd like to submit a question to be featured on a future show, you can do that on the website, pelotoncapital.com. Just get in touch with us through the webpage. Bill says, Charles, I was planning to work for one more year and then retire, but I'm now hearing that we might have some layoffs and I could be offered a severance package equal to one year's salary. So that actually seems like it would be great news since I was only going to work a year anyway. Am I dumb for hoping to get laid off? (laughs) Well, you know, honestly, Bill, it may seem like a silly question, but it's not a silly question at all. And there is, I think, a real simple answer. If that's truly, if you're really prepared to be, you know, retired, this is a way almost that you could say, well, I will work as long as is reasonable. And when they really, if in fact they do have a layoff, and if I qualify, because we've had some clients that have had layoffs offered and then for whatever reason, the criteria that the company has set to be eligible for that specific layoff time wasn't them. And they were really, <laughs> in a couple of cases, really bummed about it because that was really what they wanted to take advantage of. So if if all the pieces fit together and you're really truly prepared for this, that's almost like you could get a free year's salary out of it. If it took three or four months from now to manifest itself into a real offer for a layoff, then you've got three or four more months you're going to work, which is then you're done. And so you actually get more free time than you thought you might, and you get paid for it too. Plus, you know, the other piece besides just salary is you need to be sure that you're factoring in, you know, are there other going to be additional medical benefits during the layoff period? Because we're finding more and more people are really surprised by how much healthcare is going to cost them when they get to retirement. If there if there's that gap between company coverage, employee coverage, or spousal coverage, and the Medicare age of 65. So that's just one of those other things you want to be you want to be paying attention to. But the basic idea of should I do this? You know, or am I silly for considering it? No, you're not silly at all, in our opinion. We think it's, you know, it's it's really prudent. If you've got all the other ducks lined up, then why not? Yeah, I think that's a good <laughs> distinction, though, to draw there, Charles, is because I don't think the normal person, I wouldn't have thought that, you know, just off the top of my head, certainly, of, 
okay, I'm just looking at it from the wage perspective of, all right, well, if I was going to make that this year anyway, then boom, I go ahead and retire. But if you retire a year early, depending on where you are age-wise, that can cause you to miss some other benchmarks or other opportunities if you start those things a year early. That might tweak the overall plan a little bit. Yeah, that's absolutely right. We have a client right now who's made the, the choice to uh, retire. His spouse is significantly younger. He's got a month of gap between the coverage from his employer and Medicare, but his wife is younger and she's not worked and really doesn't want to. And they're trying to figure out how the heck do we afford this whole healthcare thing? Because with the Affordable Care Act, it, it changed the dynamics of that health insurance world, and they're sort of surprised how expensive it might be for her health coverage. So that's yeah. something that you really want to pay attention to. It's a great question, Bill. Thank you for submitting that one to the mailbag this week. If you have questions for Charles and the team at Peloton Capital Management, you can always submit those online at pelotoncapital.com. If you'd like to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation about your financial plan, easy to get in touch. 480-513-1830. That's 480-513-1830. Speaking of leaving your job, that's uh, kind of what Bill's situation was looking like there. Let's talk about 401k rollovers, because we often talk about the importance of not leaving that 401k with an old company after you no longer work there. But I want to explore some of the uh, potential benefits of rolling that 401k over into an IRA. What do you really get out of making that decision, Charles? Well, there's three or four key things that we talk to clients about all the time. One of them is obviously uh, it's yours. You had a little more flexibility if you roll it into an IRA than you do from a if you, if you leave it behind in a 401k, if you want to take dollars out of it, it's simpler to do that. You, you don't have to jump through some of the hoops you have to for a, from a 401k's plan administration point of view. The other thing that you've got more investment choices. You've got a limited menu of choices. And what we're seeing most of the time now is probably a couple of dozen choices, about half of which would be more than likely target date funds. And then you've got some very generic other choices. Once you've rolled it over into your IRA, you've, the world is your oyster. You can pick anything you want to because everything's available inside an IRA. I would say the only thing that would be different, well, you wouldn't want to take a loan out anyway if you were going to roll it over. That doesn't make any sense. That's the one advantage that a 401k sometimes would have is you can take a loan against it. Not that we hardly ever, I can't remember the, if we've ever hmm. recommended somebody do that. Rare. Um, so very, very rare, and it's not as good a deal as you think it is. Although if it's the choice of last resort, you got to do it. So you do have more investment choices. You've got the ability to uh, work with and get personalized advice for you because most of the time within a 401k, you're going to get pretty generic advice from the plan administration and you know whomever happens to be the person that's representing the 401k on behalf of the company. Um, and sometimes people will say, well, isn't it going to be more expensive fee-wise in total to be outside in an IRA and have an advisor and all of that. And I would be misinforming if I said absolutely not, because it could be. Uh, the question is, what are you? What kind of service are you getting for the fees? There are sometimes some embedded fees in 401k plans that there, where there is more uh, more expense involved than people see on the surface. Uh, whenever we're making a recommendation, we're 
whether someone should or shouldn't roll a 401k over, we're always going to try to get to the bottom of. And so the client truly understands what are the fees that you currently have inside the 401k? What are the fees that you're going to be responsible for paying outside in, in an IRA if you do that so that you have a clear choice of what needs to be made? Because you, you know, you've got other options besides just rolling it over. You could just cash it out. You know, I'm done. I want it all. I'm going to pay my tax on it now because you're going to get paid. You're going to have taxes. Trust me. You know, you could do that. Uh, you maybe if you're just moving to another employer, then there's the possibility that you could transfer it over into their 401k plan. Also, you know, that's one of the options that are available to you. But for the most part, most of the time people say, well, I have more control over it if I bring it into my own IRA. And obviously I can work with the professional of my advisor of my choice. Um, and the services that, uh, that advisor, you know, certainly from our point of view, we said, we know we provide a whole lot more service than you get inside the 401k that doesn't have necessarily anything to do with the investment only choices, but all the rest of the financial issues that impact our clients' financials life. We're, we're always making sure that we're touching on all the other topics that are important to them. Um, all the way from, you know, somebody, uh, you know, how do we do? Medicare planning? How do we do social security planning? How do we coordinate all of that kind of stuff? Do we have enough insurance? Do we have the right kind of insurance? All those financial planning issues are part of the fees that get paid once, you know, you're working with a competent advisor uh, and you're not going to get that kind of service inside a 401k. That's one of the biggest differences. Uh, those are some key points, I think, really important to remember as well, especially from the advice standpoint, the kind of advice you're going to be getting from, uh, you know, somebody who's just administering like a 401k plan is not going to be, you know, anywhere close to holistic like you're going to get with an actual, you know, financial advisor, somebody who's looking at all those different uh, angles and portions of the plan. The uh, magic question here may be, I know that there are some uh, some complications. If you don't do one of these 401k rollovers correctly, Charles, there can be some pretty serious tax implications, not only on that extreme, but what is there to know from a tax standpoint of doing one of these rollovers? If you do the rollover correctly, you want to take it from the custodian that's working with the IRA. Let's just, we'll, we'll use Vanguard as an example. Vanguard is the administrator custodian of the of the 401k plan. You want to make sure that the the transfer and it's in almost every instance it's going to be a check gets written to the new custodian payable to the new custodian for the benefit of the employee and that check goes directly from one custodian to the other custodian and you don't touch it or if you have to touch it because uh, the company sends it to you then you forward it to the new custodian you want to be able to do that. That is a non-taxable event. It's just custodian to custodian transfer. It's a you know it is a rollover, and, and there's some terminology there, but it's if you do it that way, it's a non-taxable event. If you just have the check sent to you, and you don't, and you just have it made out to you, then you've got six, a sixty-day window from the time the check was written, not the time you get it, but you've got a sixty-day window from that period of time, that start date when the check was written to get it into an IRA. Cause if you don't, then it's a total distribution. If you're not 59 and a half, you're going to get dinged for a 10% early withdrawal. Plus you're, no matter what age you are, you're going to have to pay income tax on it because it becomes taxable income. So you want to be sure that, you know, we just never let somebody get it and then have 60 days to have to worry about it. We want it to go from custodian to custodian. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely safe. It's all the plans do it. So it's not like it's something that they're not used to. 
We just want to make sure that our clients understand exactly what the process is so that they don't get in trouble because the last thing we want is for somebody to say, I didn't understand the 60-day rule. <laughs> yeah. Just avoid it. Don't try to understand it. Just don't don't have it ever have get in the way of anything. For all the things to cross your T's and dot your I's on, that's certainly one of them. And uh, if there ever a time to make sure the paperwork was properly filled out, doing a rollover is one of those times to make sure that that is indeed done the right way. Now, we have framed this conversation, Charles, in terms of folks who are you know leaving their job or have left their job recently and they've left that. Oh, well, I don't even have to put the recently in there. There's been folks who have left 401ks at old employers for years and years. Uh, but what about folks who are still working at a company? Maybe I'm in a situation where not only am I still working there, but I plan to work for a couple more years at that company or for the foreseeable future. I have no plans of leaving, but I'm enticed by the better advice I could get, maybe eliminating some fees, the more investment choices that you laid out for me. What other options do I have or am I just out of luck? It depends on the plan. And that's one of the things you need to check with your plan to see. For most people, the the universal answer that you're going to hear, and I'm going to give you that one first, and then I'm going to tell you something that probably nobody else knows about or very few people know about. The universal answer is if your plan allows for an in-service withdrawal, meaning that you can take some of the dollars out of your plan and transfer them into an IRA while you're still working there, and it doesn't compromise your contributions to your current plan at all in any way, shape, or form. Most of the time, uh, you're going to have to be 59 and a half to be able to do that. And most plans will limit it to not being able to take out more than 50% of the value of your 401k account. But you could do it in that context. You could do an in-service withdrawal out to your own, you know, roll it over out to your own 40, I mean, IRA account, just like you would if you'd left the company. So that's, that's the answer that probably everybody knows. There is another way to do it. Um, and there's a handful of us that know how to do it. And I'm going to say, I'm going to mention something that if you're listening to it, you may say, well, that's impossible to do, but you can take all of your money out at any age without any tax implication and roll it into an IRA. There are some obscure sections in ERISA, which is the law that governs 401k plans that allow you to do that. It's, you know, we would call it an in-service alternate rollover. Hmm. Um, you have to know how to do it. It's complicated. It's going to cost you some additional dollars because I'll be honest with you, you need an attorney that knows how to do it to help us help you do it because it's a legal step you have to go through. But it is in there. It's in the it's in the ERISA rules and regulations, and it is possible to do if you wanted to do it. Uh, it's a rare circumstance where that's the appropriate thing to do, but it exists. So that's if you're listening to this, you've never heard that before. Trust me, but it's true. It's it's out there. You know, again, the common answer and the correct answer is you can do an in-service withdrawal uh, if your plan allows for it. But there's another little tweak to it yeah. if you want it. The option exists, at least. That's certainly um, helpful information to know that it's just it's even an option. And then you can follow up and see if it makes sense in your situation to do that kind of uh, choice or decision. Uh, how do you, Charles, determine what kind of investments you should roll that 401k into. So you decide to make this transfer, but after all, the 401k and the IRA, those are just the uh, the shells, the uh, the vehicles or the uh, elements that make up the shell. The stuff on the inside really is what ends up mattering the most once you get beyond sort of the tax implications of those shells and that sort of thing. So if you are indeed going to an IRA where you have now this world of investment choices compared to the limited menu in the 401k, well, what do you do with all those choices? 
sometimes too many choices is, is confusing for some people. But if you're working with an advisor, they're going to have more than likely some concept of how do you want to allocate? How do you want to take an appropriate amount of risk and build a portfolio that's going to put you in a more diversified portfolio than what we typically will see in a 401k plan? Because if you look at a, you know, a normal 401k plan and you've got and like I said earlier, a couple dozen options, They're, most of them are going to be pretty much the same kind of thing. The vast majority of them are going to be large cap funds because that's where in, in every 401k plan I've ever seen, that's what they are. You might have a little bit of a mid cap opportunity. You might have a foreign, non you know, international fund or two available. You might have a small cap fund. You certainly got some bond funds that are going to be there, but you've got limited, limited choices. You want a diversified portfolio that fits some of your risk tolerance parameters um, and you're going to be able to pick and choose in a lot of different areas because if then, then you would normally inside a 401k, they have to stay fairly vanilla. Um, and that's okay because for most people, that's a prudent way to do it. And the, the plan itself has to be acting as a fiduciary for the employees and the beneficiaries of the employees. That's part of the ERISA law that exists. Um, but you're going to get a much more customized, personalized portfolio when you're working with an advisor after you've rolled it out in your own, you know, your own, your own IRA. So if you want to go buy some esoteric stuff, you can certainly do that too, because that's going to be available in an IRA. But you know, you what what really really focus on is let's make sure that we're taking the appropriate amount of risk to get you the kind of return that you need going forward. And we've got the world to pick from, so it's pretty easy to construct something like that for a client. Well, we've reached the end of uh, the podcast for today. But before we wrap up, uh, if you have additional questions about 401ks and rollovers and these kinds of things, uh, Charles, I know you've assembled uh, some more information on this particular topic that people can get their hands on if they're interested. We have created a little uh, handout for you, a brochure, a package. Uh, it's a few pages long. We call it to roll over or not to roll over. <laughs> um, it gives you like all this. the pluses and the minuses, the pros and the cons the things to be to pay attention to um and if you'd like a copy of it we would be happy to send it to you just you know give us a call at 480-513-1830 or email me at charles at pelotoncapital.com and i'd be happy to send one out to you absolutely that's uh 480-513-1830 we'll also put that uh phone number and of course the email address in the description of today's episode so even if you're accessing today's episode on itunes or something like that you should be able to go to the description and click on that uh to call or uh to send the email to charles or again that email address is charles at pelotoncapital.com R- what was it again uh, to roll over or not to roll over that is that yes. is the question that- <laughs> That's it. That's I'm, I'm paraphrasing Shakespeare. There you go. I love it. Uh, if you want to get the, a copy of that, roll o- to roll over or not to roll over, 480-513-1830, your number to call, and Charles will get you that copy of that great report. Uh, or email Charles, charles at pelotoncapital.com. Remember, Peloton has two L's. Charles, thanks for the help on today's podcast. Always appreciate it. My pleasure, Walter. Thank you very much. We'll look forward to talking to you again next time. Hopefully that helped you learn a little bit more about 401k rollovers and the uh, skinny on some of the decisions that need to be made there and how that conversation tends to flow. Uh, Again, if you need any assistance with your financial plan or making sure you're ready for retirement, you can reach out to Charles at that same number and information, 480-513-1830, or go online to pelotoncapital.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next time on Financial Choices Matter.
Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.